That's funny. That's funny. Blake Shelton. <laughs> Eight forty four company. Uh, we pretty much have our policy. Whenever our governor's in town, we go ahead and put him on. Yeah, Greg Jan Forty's in town today. Greg, welcome. Thanks yeah, for stopping thanks, in, Paul. Mark, good to see you. I'm glad. Uh, glad you're here. I think you're doing a great job up there. Thank you. And I'll uh, try not to screw it up. That's okay. I've got. I've got three important issues. I told Mark if if the governor ever comes in, I want to ask him and get his opinion on these because, and one of them is one of the most important issues that I think faces today, and I don't know if we're doing anything to address it and you would know this and i i am so discouraged with this our schools and the academic standards and achievements that we are reaching in our school systems and in fact elsie arnson was in not too long ago we were talking about math proficiency within our high schools only only graduates that graduate only 30 percent of them are proficient in math when when they leave high school and i'm and i've it's always been something with me what kind of quality product are we putting out of our schools and and i would like to ask you what do we have to do because i don't know the answer to this what do we have to do to set an academic standard that before someone can move on in this world to become a productive citizen they have to achieve a certain level of reading or math proficiency in their school before we move them on. Yeah, we can't keep moving kids from failure to failure. Uh, and I, we've been taking action. Uh, in Montana, most of that, I'm glad you had Elsie on, because most of that's managed through OPI. Uh, in some states, the governor is responsible for education. In Montana, it's really the Office of Public Instruction and the uh, elected person. But one of the issues we identified early on was the fact that our Teacher pay is 50th in the country. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the same quality if you don't pay a reasonable wage. That's why one of the few things we added more money into last budget was the Teach Act. And I was out, I was down in Twin Bridges and Manhattan last week for the first day of school to greet all the kiddos back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in particular case at Manhattan, high school, I met with three teachers that were hired in part because of this TEACH Act. And I'm a big believer in local control. But what we did is at state levels, we created a fund to incent local school boards to increase starting teacher pay. Because Wyoming's starting teacher pay is 50% higher than Montana. Mm -hmm. We've been losing teachers going south because you know, you you can't always live on a single teacher salary. Uh, I'm proud also to tell you, Paul, my daughter just became a math teacher. Oh, good. Uh, so my mother was a public school math teacher. Uh, and we're big fans. We think the world's getting more complicated. We need math proficiency. Um, and the other thing we did was really to expand parental choice in education. Because when there are uh, multiple options available in a market, particularly in a larger community like Billings, um, parents get to decide what's best for their kids. Can't we hold them accountable then for for the money? I mean, if we're making the investment. Well, uh, what, what parental choice is all about is letting the parents decide what is best for their kids and then letting the money follow the kid to the school of their choice. Mm-hmm. So it's really a consumer choice that allows mm-hmm. us to do this. We, we expanded in the Big Sky Scholarship bill that I signed into law. Uh, Montanans now can um, get 100% tax deduction, excuse me, tax credit 
up to $200,000 per person, mm -hmm. uh, up to a cap. And we had to cap it just because so we don't break the budget. But in this next, the legislation automatically expands that. We're going to be doing more of these scholarships so the dollars follow the kids and the parents decide what's best for their kids. Because it, it's a crisis. Uh, if, if we're not putting on a student who's proficient in reading and math, we're failing. But it's sort of like, I mean, I, I, it's not exactly the same. But, you know, if there are two restaurants in town, one serves good food, one serves not so good food. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah. it's it's the person choosing the restaurant that decides. Yeah, uh, and I'm not a big fan of these heavy regulations because I'm a small government guy. Right. But let's in the markets that allow it, like Billings, let's give parents choice. They can pick the best school for their kids. Question number two: uh, We're dealing with the budget surplus, and uh, there was. Uh, things up in the air about a special session and we were on vacation for a week or so did did they decide to have one do you know it's not decided yet not uh, decided the, the legislature uh filed they got the 10 legislators that had to say hey we want one it's being polled right now i think mm -hmm. it's the second week of september uh is the end of the polling and then they'll decide and i honestly i agree with these legislators i think we should give the money back yeah i think we should do it in the form of permanent tax relief uh, to lower taxes for all Montanans. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's best done in a deliberative session, which will start in January, mm -hmm. uh, because the the challenge with a special, and if the legislature calls it, we'll have one, uh, is that once you get this body together, with 51 votes, they can't add anything else they want to the agenda. Oh, well, that's not good. So uh, yeah. we don't know where that ends up. Yeah. And we'll have a chance in January with the entire legislative body there. Let's deliberate. Let's give the money back. We Honestly, we've got about $130, $140 million in uh, uh, debt, long-term debt in the state. Uh, we could pay it all off. Mm -hmm. uh, and we could lower taxes. And we could give some back. So well, I, I think we got to put that whole puzzle together. And uh, th there's not enough time in a special session to do that in the right way. And, and we do have an unfunded um, retirement liability yet that we're still having to deal with, too. Uh, That's in addition. In addition. Yeah. So but we could be, we could be debt-free in 23. Oh, well, that's good. And, well, and what that does is that gives relief to our kids and the grandkids. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I think we got to take a look at the long term. These, if we were to do a big refund right now, I'm not opposed to a refund. We should give it back. Uh, the challenge is it's inflationary. Everybody's going to go spend that money. Yeah. And we've already got enough inflation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, back one way or the other, it doesn't matter how it goes back. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That it does go And back. I, I would like to see, let's use the one-time money to reduce long-term obligations. Let's top off the fire fund. Let's, uh, you know, we, mm. we, we got our, there's a number of things that we need to top off. We can re eliminate the debt. Oh, yeah. And then the structural money, the stuff that repeats itself, let's do long-term tax relief. No, yeah. no mystery. We did one of the biggest uh, tax cuts in the state history. Uh, the worst kept <laughs> secret in Helena is the next legislative session. You know what we're going to do, Paul? Hmm. We're going to lower taxes again. Good. 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 Uh, that raises revenue. It does. Lower taxes raise revenue, no doubt. Uh, 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 my third question, you probably have never been asked this question before. Okay, bring uh, it on. You may have. You may have. But uh, if you have, I apologize because I've never heard of it. We right now in the state of Montana, and I know there are hundreds of, of people in the ranching community, outdoor enthusiasts, hunters, this is probably one of the biggest scourge 
events that have ever happened in the state of Montana, and we never address it. And we have such a problem in this state with prairie dogs. They are, I am not kidding you, you're laughing. <laughs> they, they are devouring hundreds of thousands of acres of land in our state. You can, you we, drive, we've, been, we've been here before. You drive a lot. You drive a lot. You see They're it. everywhere. You can't, corner to corner. Pesky little rodents. And why can't we do anything so, to solve that problem? Can I tell you a little story from history? Sure. In 1870, the territorial legislature met in Virginia City. And at the time, uh, we had bounties on bears, wolves, and mountain lions. And the state paid out about 2500 bucks a year in bounties to ranchers to kill off these predators. Mm -hmm. And and that's about what the governor made back then. So it was about the salary of one governor, 2500 bucks, and the legislature, there were thir- there were 19 people in the legislature back then. And they put a bounty on prairie dogs and gophers. It was a five-cent bounty on gophers and a 10-cent bounty on prairie dogs. They did that in March, in Mm. early 1870s. Mm. By June, people had claimed $50,000 in bounties on prairie dogs and gophers. Well, they were broke back then, too, (laughs) though. No, the governor had to call a special session mm-hmm. to repeal the legislation because the state was going broke. Oh, and the, the headline on the newspaper, this is true, said, Gopher the Treasury. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it, 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 it's a problem. It has devastated so many acres. I mean, hundreds of thousands, and, and they're out of control. Well, you I can- tell you what, I can help. When I won... When I was honored to be elected governor by the people of Montana, I celebrated by buying a 17 HMR with a silencer. Oh, really? And, and let's go out and shoot some prairie dogs. Oh, okay. Well, you can shoot mine out, and I know there's thousands of places in Montana where you can't shoot them out. And, you know, back in, in early in the 60s, too, they had some poisons they used to use, and, you know, because of environmental regulations and things, those have all been outlawed. And they, they it's a scourge. I'm telling you, they have taken over everything. We could, you know how much productivity we're losing on, on hay fields, pastures, rangeland from this from this rodent that is out of control. Well, let's go shoot some. All right. Well, okay, I, I got one question. Yes, Mark. Have you been able to, uh, with them doing some filming in the Capitol building, have you got to meet the fictional governor of Yellowstone? I have not. Okay. Uh, I was down on the set in Darby, uh, but Kevin Costner had uh, uh, COVID that day, uh-huh. so he wasn't on the set. I did see Forey Smith, right? Uh, and I did get a chance to meet Luke Grimes. I'll tell you a quick tale, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Luke Grimes, who's Casey Dutton right. in the show, moved to Victor. That's his home now. I, I know he moved he to the state. So I wrote him a card saying, hey, welcome to the state. Hey, because of your work on Yellowstone, two things have happened. One, uh, we don't we don't need a tourism department anymore. No kidding. Because everybody's oh. coming here. But the other thing is even more interesting. Um, we have shortages of jobs. We don't have enough carpenters, plumbers, teachers, nurses. There's one job in Montana we have an overabundance of applicants for because of the show Yellowstone. Livestock agent. <laughs> oh, every, sure. every every retired law enforcement officer in North America wants to come shoot it out with the rustlers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And true story, we hired a guy from the Midwest someplace, went to work, and, and in Montana, a livestock agent is mostly a brand inspector. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it's more administrative than it is law enforcement. Right. But he started in Columbus. He worked one week and he quit 
because we wouldn't issue him an automatic weapon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Take him to the train station. That's right. That's pretty funny. I well, guess. as soon as, if you talk to him, I want to know what breed of cattle they have that when a calf is born brand new and they pull it out, it jumps up and runs away 100 miles an hour and it weighs 300 pounds. That's what I want to find out. <laughs> that's what I want to know because then we'll all be driving diesel Cadillacs if yeah, that happens. That's so. cool. Governor, always good to have good you Good to see in. you guys. Keep up the good work. We'll stay after it. All righty.